gentlemen, let's broaden our minds. Lawrence? Yeah! So, I have an announcement to make. It's a, it is official. March 24th, 2017 is the day that cinema died. <laughs> Movies took their last breath. Like, when they look back in the history books and look to see the downfall of cinema, we, will, we just lived through it. Was it really that bad? People of the world. <laughs> we were going to save this till later, but I just, I can't, I can't keep it inside any longer. I saw Power Rangers, and let me just say that I respect people. I respect their opinions, but if you like this movie, you're mentally ill. Jesus If you like this movie, you need to get your brain checked because this whole, like, I wasn't expecting much, and I wasn't, and it it barely met my expectations, so I'm going to give this a good review, is the worst thing I've ever seen, and... I'm just going to go, I'm going to spoil it. I'm going to spoil the plot points. I'm going to talk about this movie because there's no way that I can illustrate how much I fucking hate this movie and, without telling you and disclosing some of the things that happen in this in the course of this film. So first, actually, well, first of all, I would like to apologize to Josh because you were correct mundo all the way, 100%. As usual. And I was, I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know why I thought this would be good. I, I, I watched the show. People are like, oh, I'm a fan of the Power Rangers. It's like, no, you're not. You watch the Power Rangers. Nobody, there's no such thing as being a fan of that show. It's bad. It's really bad. <laughs> it's cheesy and bad and makes no sense. That's fine. So if you, want, if you acknowledge that, then cool. But it's not, like, good. It's not objectively good. Is anything objectively good, though? Chocolate. <laughs> there's plenty of things. A, a breezy summer's day. I don't know. There's a lot of... Objectively, water. Things. Well, you know, flavored water. I don't know, but oh, point point being, you're one of those people. I thought I would at least be entertained by it. Like, there's no way that in 2017, after the TV show has been going on for a, at least 90 years, that this movie could be bad. And it was so horrendously bad. And I guess I'll start. The three things that I really want to talk about are the Blue Ranger. So his name is Billy, and in the movie, we find out that he has autism. Oh my god, what a twist. And by the way, I I guess I'll just get into this now. This whole minority, like, oh, let's give them a, let's, let's make this character X so we can be all inclusive or whatever. It does not count if you make somebody gay or whatever you do to them if you don't do anything about it. Like, Billy has autism. And then he dies, and then he stops having autism. I swear to God, I swear that happens, because like his whole his whole conversation with the Red Ranger, played by Dacre Montgomery, who just is a terrible actor. There's one good actor, the Pink Ranger. She's all right. Oh, I'll get to her to later. But they have conversations. Billy's like, yeah, I, I can't. I don't know humor. I can't do jokes. Like I just I don't understand them. Like they. they fully established that and then later late in the movie <laughs> they're in the zords and he's like and they do something and he's like yippee mother oh wait no just mother just mother he like told a fucking joke josh he said he was autistic and then he told a joke or he was on the spectrum i don't know if he was had autism or whatever but he was on the spectrum he clearly stated and then he told a joke and like he told like three more jokes and i didn't I didn't know what I was seeing. 
I didn't. It was... What do you make of that, Josh? No, I don't care. Yeah, I, I will probably never watch this. Uh, so, okay, that, hap- that yeah. happened. Another great, because Billy, he's the lightning rod of this whole movie. Like, the Red Ranger is so boring. Billy is the only person worth giving a damn about, because he's actually... The guy who plays him does a really that, good that's, job. That's uh, RJ, RJ, what's his name, right? Yeah, from uh, Earl, from, Me, and the Dying yeah, Dead. Yeah, 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 I like him. I like him a lot. Earl, Me, and Dead Dude. Um, so there, <laughs> there comes a point in the movie where they go, they all rendezvous. Like, the, basically the town, if you can visualize it, um, on the far right of the town is, the, is like, the docks, is the bay. It's where the ships go to catch fish. In the middle of the town is, like, the town center where all the houses and the school is. And then on the far side of town, towards inland, is where the mines are, okay? Are you? Am I painting a picture? Yeah. Okay. And, I mean, based on what I could tell, the the distance between the docks and the, the mines is maybe like, I may be undershooting this, but it's maybe five miles, maybe, maybe six. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's a hike. It's a hike. And after Billy dies, first, like, Rita Repulsa does the stupid, like, she, she like, ties these guys with wire to the side of a boat, and then she cuts Billy's, and, like, dro- and then he drowns. He, like, drops her into the water. He's down there for five seconds, and then she walks away. Then she cuts everybody else loose, and they, like, bring him back up, and he's dead. And then they don't, sh- like, all the kids arrived by walking. Like, nobody drove their car to the docks, and they fucking carried his dead body across town all the way over to the mines. And then Zordon's like, oh, was... Uh, once they are able to morph, like they have to morph for to bring Zordon back to life. Guess what? It's not explained at all. And then Zordon's like, "Oh, sh- oh, sick! They morphed, so now I can like come back to life or whatever." And then he like doesn't, and Billy just magically is restored. Like there's and there's not even an effect or anything like that. Just Billy just like wakes up. He's like, "Oh, it's it's absolutely are you, are you, ridiculous." Are you sure he died, or was he just like no, he died. Out? Oh. Like, did J- oh. Dacker Montgomery, the J- Jason character, is like, Billy's dead. And Zoran's like, well, that sucks. Is this like the beginning of the movie? It's like the end. They don't, okay. they don't morph until the very end. And, oh my God, when they morph, it's just... If you're Actually, building, like, if you're building I, I, up to that, it's just, no. The the big bad guy is like a thing made of gold. And I remember Goldar from the series. He was like I, this... thought, I thought Rita Repulsa was a bad guy. She was, but like she didn't do shit. She just made gold. Oh, they just they had to make. She was. She, she was just like the, act, the famous actor they hired, and then they put a CGI thing in there. Yeah, like okay, she was just so. like she was homeless for most of the movie. Like she was just a little creepy homeless lady who like ate gold. I don't know. Um, I don't. <laughs> like this guy walked with gold capped teeth, and she like <laughs> she like ripped his teeth out and ate it. First of all, like, who has gold teeth anymore? Is this the 90s? Like, <laughs> I guess, well, I guess this show is terminally stuck in the 90s. You're the one who lives in New York, so I would expect I you haven't to seen see any. Fu- I have not seen one gold, one, like, gold caps are one thing, but gold, like, teeth teeth, like, caps on your teeth, so you have, like, actually gold teeth is a different thing. That's, I haven't seen that, but I probably will first thing tomorrow, just because that's life. But, so, like, she just kind of dicks around, and then she makes Goldar, and he's just this giant... Like, he doesn't have a face. Like, in the TV show, he looked like this weird monkey, like, like uh, one of those purple fruit, something, tangerine... No, the tangerines aren't. Like, eggplant hybrid. He looked like an eggplant monkey covered in gold. And in this one, he does not even have a face. He's just this amorphous blob that has the shape of a thing. I don't know. But 
so he first he starts like fighting the rangers and they like and they're like there's a there's a thing under a crispy crispy cream donut shop and everything you've heard about crispy cream in this movie is true they say it more than like it, it's the buzzword of this movie like if you made one of those charts to show how often a word is said the top two would be crispy and cream like it's fucking weird and i don't know what the point of that was because i don't like i don't want to go to crispy cream now i hate it I is it like a that. product placement thing or it, like it was the center of the whole fucking movie. Like, the whole idea is that there's this crystal that's the key to human life, and it's, like, buried underneath the ground from the prologue of the movie, and it's like, oh, we gotta find the, gotta find where that crystal is, fam. And it's like, it's, like, it's under the Krispy Kreme. Go to the Krispy Kreme. And, so, and oh. there's a scene. <laughs> oh, my God. There's a scene after Rita's, like, raised this rock army where she, like, walks up to the Krispy Kreme, and then they cut away, and then she's in the Krispy Kreme eating a donut. <laughs> It's it's so Jeez. bad. <laughs> she just it tastes like th- it's like a 30 45 second shot where she just eats this donut randomly. <laughs> like the crystals under there, she's not getting it. She's taking the time to eat a donut. And oh, but but yeah, and then they they get their zords and then they fall like once they they like they blow out the What are what are I have no idea what, I have no idea anything about Power Rangers. So what are zords? It's like these robots these inexplicable robots featuring um, dinosaurs and other animals that none of they didn't exist in the same period. They just pick like little Tyrannosaurus, Woolly Mammoth, Saber Tooth Tiger. It's like that's those are just, those are vastly different things. I know it's not like it's not like a Triceratops or anything. It's like it's fucking and wasn't there's a pterodactyl, there's a frog, there's there's a Tyrannosaurus Rex, there's a Saber Tooth Tiger, and then there's a Woolly Mammoth. What's what's the what's the Bill Hader robot thing? Is he was he any oh, good or is that terrible? That's too? Alpha, and he was he was alright. He was kind of wasted. Alright, you know he just he wasn't really that funny. I don't know it was it was a whatever thing. But so they get into their little the, their machine thingies or whatever, and then um, and they're like Goldar's like kind of pushing him back into the pit, and so they all like he eventually pushes them all. They go into the pit where the life thing is, and he's like, "Sick, yeah, I won," and then. For no apparent reason, the Zords just all melt together into like this, into the Megazord, which is like, in a, like you know, hands and feet, looks like a person or whatever. Like in the show, like I don't mean to do this, but in the show, they like press a button, then they all just co- sort of like attach together, and it makes some sort of sense. Like you can see the the like the Zords, like sometimes they'll things will move, so they it takes the shape of an arm or fingers or something like that. But in this one, they just sort of fall. And then they just get up. They're like, "Oh, check it out! We're all together as one again." Isn't this cool? It's not cool. It's not cool at all. And then, um, oh, this is another fun part. Um, to get to Zordon, they go to the mines, and then they jump in this pool. And this pool's got two layers to it. It's like got two surfaces, right? So if you like swim down, you go to the other surface, and then gravity kind of flips over, and then you fall out of it onto the floor. You know? Can you visualize that at all? Yeah, I guess. Yeah. So basically. The only way to get to that is you have to jump off of this cliff, which is like a 100, 150 foot drop. And I I just couldn't help but think to myself, they had to drop Billy's dead corpse through that hole and just like push it off of a cliff to get it in, into Zordon's lair. And that, that kind of made me, that, that sort of almost made it worth watching. Um, oh and they, they try the whole breakfast club thing. Yeah, it doesn't work, uh, if, as you can imagine. Because John Hughes in Power Rangers is totally... Uh, you you can't have one without the other. Um, let's see another stupid thing. Oh, the Pink Ranger. Her whole deal is her backstory 
is that in high school, like she ended up in detention, like they're all in detention, and she ended up in detention because she punched this guy's tooth out for and and they make the joke, well, I put it back literally three different times, and it didn't <laughs> it, nobody laughed. I thought it was funny. It's, I've never but, seen the movie. That's it. Funny it was me. funny the first time. I was like, okay, that's that's funny. But then the next three, the next two times, it's like, is this your only joke? Did it, did you write a joke, and then this, you liked it enough to use it three times? But uh, whatever. Um, so yeah, she punches this guy's tooth out because he told somebody else that she sent a naked picture of an, her friend or something like that. But the point is that she. She was in detention because she lied about everything, and she blamed everything on this guy. I don't even know. It's it's unclear. Basically, she's a horrible person. Like, they even say, Jason's like, it doesn't matter whatever horrible thing you did. You're a Power Ranger now. And it's like, no, she's pretty awful. Like, she took a make, naked picture of her friend, sent it to somebody out without her consent, and then lied to everybody about it and punched the guy in the face. But... <laughs> When they're in the she Zords, sounds, she sounds like kind of a shitty person. Yeah, but then when they're in the Zords, she like they take a minute to show her wreck the girl's car, who she sent the naked picture of. Like she smashes a car, and then she has like a ha ha yeah, like cathartic moment. Like didn't we just talk about how shitty you were? Why why, why am I rooting? Why do you want me to root for you now? <laughs> it's just it makes no sense. And oh my god, let's see, Krispy Kreme, Dilly with the on the spectrum, uh. Oh, and then, if you want to look at a mo- from a movie perspective, like, if you ignore the product placement, if you ignore the silly moments, the main character of this movie is Jason, the Red Ranger, and his backstory is, actually, the movie starts off with him, his friend realizing that he accidentally uh, touched a cow. Like, he's like, oh, I milked the cow. He's like, you know that's a male, right? He's like, how many others does it have? He's like, one. Oh my god! Like that's the first scene of the movie, so you know it's great. But you know, it's it's Jesus not as funny Christ. as I made it. Jesus Christ! Oh my but god! His whole Why? backstory is like he goes to detention because they put a cow in the school. Why? Who knows? They just did. They decided to. Um, and then when he goes to detention, he walks by this trophy case where like it's like a, basically a mural to him about how he was a superstar quarterback. And want to know something fun? There sure. is never. They never once talk about why. Like, there's a. It's not like, oh, well, then he broke his arm and he couldn't play football anymore, so he led a path of destruction. And they're like, no, he was a football player, and then he then he was a dick and started breaking the law, and he got like put on house arrest. Like, there was no connective tissue there at all. They didn't say, oh, like I don't need much. You'd be like, oh, well, after you broke your arm or after your you failed your test and couldn't get into D one scholarships, it's just like. Because you're just like, I don't know why you keep doing these things, and you're ruining. You could have written your ticket out of here, but you did. But you're making all these mistakes. It's like, and I was just waiting. I was like, okay, well, they're probably gonna come up with some half-ass excuse at the end of the movie why he was such a fuck up. But they never did. Like, it's and he's the main character. Uh, and Zordon sucks. Zordon's so lame. Like, the effect is kind of cool where he's like in a wall, and it just it looks like one of those like needle things where you put your hand in it. Like you put it's covered yeah. in needles. You, yeah, know, basically yeah. that, but on a wall, and he like moves from side to side, which is kind of fun. But this movie's no, the movie's terrible. The movie's absolutely horrendous. It's only made sixty-five million of a hundred million dollar budget. So I'm hoping and praying that we don't get a sequel because it really it, it's is. It's gonna. It will. It, it's the worst movie I've seen in several years. Like I don't maybe. 
I mean, I thought I hate, it looked bad. I didn't think it looked that bad. I hate Birdman more, but this is much worse. Like it's you worse than Suicide your, Squad. You shut your mouth. It's so much Co- worse. Cody, than, Cody is here in spirit with me, yeah. defending it. It's it's so much worse than Suicide Squad. And again, I don't know why people like it because it's so it is boring for ninety nine percent of it, and then in the one percent is Rita eating a donut. And I just I'm done. And cinema's dead. It's just dead. So did you watch the after credit scene? You think I would want to stay in that theater for a second longer than I had to? I don't know. Why not? You're Green already Ranger, there. Tommy. Ugh. I don't. I don't know. Ugh. And literally, literally, the whole like, oh, they have a gay Power Ranger now. There's like, she makes it mention to it once, where they're sitting around a campfire, and the guy's like, boyfriend troubles, and she looks at him, he's like, girlfriend troubles, and then somebody else starts talking. So it's not like they have a gay character. It's not like she's. We see her doing gay things and being gay. She's just like, eh. Gay, like they point. I mean, gay, I and they just I, move on. I actually, that's. I think that's a good thing. Well, it's not like she, it's like we never see her. Her arc is never. I'm gonna get comfortable my in my own skin. But why does that? What is that, that? Why does it need to be? I mean, it's like well, why can't? Okay, I think well, I, I, fine. Let me, me put like it this way: whole, she doesn't have an arc at all. <laughs> well, there's that's, no that's, arc. But that, that's a whole other. Just, just like the writing, not has to do with the you know, making her, you know, gay or whatever. Yeah. I don't, I mean, the whole when, whenever the whole representation thing comes up, it's like I mean, I'm not I'm not gonna go into a tangent because I'll probably I'll piss someone off and they'll I've, send something to me. But um, but you know, just the whole I mean, just in general, it's like just why does it? I, I've never well, been well, like. Here's my thing. You don't they need go, to make it. You don't need to make it a plot point. Just like just throw it in there. They go They're, out of are, their way to excruciating levels to do the whole billion on the spectrum thing, and then they just sort of like oh and. Gay, gay yellow ranger. It's like, I mean, do we, can we really? Can, let's strike a balance here, maybe. Like, maybe just back off on the whole Billy stuff and maybe give her a chance to, like, I don't know, be a character other than just sort of a stunt, I guess. Because like, she really is. She talks the least out of anybody. She never, like, she's she has the, by far the least amount of screen time of any of the rangers. Like, it's not even close. Like, she's. She barely talks to anybody. She ha- she basically has one scene, which is like this campfire scene where they do the whole girlfriend thing, where she's like, "I don't want people to take me for who I am or whatever." And it's just it's again, it's cool to have those characters do something, just fucking do something with them, or just don't include or don't make Jason the main focus because he's so unbelievably boring and bland and has no character to him. I well, he's know. the white he's the white guy. What did you expect? I know. I, know, I can't. <laughs> And and this movie had the balls to like let's get another white guy in this. We got to bring that back Brian Cranston. <laughs> and literally that wasn't explained at all. Like it was, was he the good? Whole, the, or was no. he just like okay? He, no, he, there was no way he could be good in this because it's Brian Cranston. He's he was in good. makeup He's... and then he was in mocap. Like he had makeup a good, was in makeup for. The, I, I don't. Know. I thought it was, was in, the floating head. He in the opening they whole, do a whole thing of like he was a ranger at one point. Oh, it makes oh. it doesn't really work. I don't. Oh, is it true? That what's her name is actually the Green Ranger or something. That's what I heard. The kind of, yeah, Rita, Rita or whatever. Sort of. Okay. I don't know. She's kind of. It's. <sighs> but this movie, no, this movie is an abomination against any everything that I hold dear. So, and I don't even hold anything. Like I will, like I said, ironically, I will probably end up mildly enjoying this, even though I think it looks stupid. So. I. That's what I thought. That's literally what I thought. <laughs> And I don't, 
And I, I spoiled the movie for you, so there's really no reason. Yeah, to see I don't. It. Everything that's I'll, in it, I've talked. I will about. catch it eventually when it's like on TV and I'm scrolling through it. And for I have the nothing love of God, do. do something else while it's on. Don't pay too much I, attention I, to it. I usually your brain do. Will melt. But yeah, that's Power Rangers. Don't see it. Don't give that. Don't say that this kind of filmmaking is okay because it's not. Six sequels for the love of fucking God. No, I'm not. I don't. No, 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 no. Those well, six. There's no way six movies are happening. They might get one. I think they'll get one more. They made made a good amount of money. It's only only sixty three so far. And what's the budget? Hundred mil. Oh Jesus, really? Yeah. Because what idiot put a hundred million dollars into a Power Rangers movie? It's literally for the fa- for the last twenty minutes, and it doesn't even look good. It doesn't. It just it looks bad. But let's move on because I'm done talking about this. I hated it. I was wrong. I'm a dummy head. I need, I, and I just, I'll be, I'll be lashing myself later, like in the Da Vinci Code. I'll just be taking my, taking the straps to myself. But uh, what are we talking about next? Hopefully, anything else? Uh, trailers. Yeah, let's talk about some trailers. Um, okay. What do you want to talk about? Actually, let's let's, let's, let's start with the most recent one first. We yeah, okay. a trailer for it. Oh, it's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It looks so good. Yeah, what do you think about it? It looks. I'm so excited. I was super skeptical about this movie. I mean, I mean, I've been excited obviously because it's like Stephen King. It's, it's like pretty much the biggest horror movie coming out this year. Um, but you know, this was there was some development stuff that was going on before this came out. Like they kicked, or I don't know, either he quit or they kicked him off. Kerry Fukunaga. Yeah, I mean, um, literally. I thought I still thought he was directing. I had no, no idea. No, he no, he left for creative differences. So I was like, I don't know. It seems like they're trying to like huh. water it down, but it's rated R. I, I mean, to be honest, though, from what I saw, he, I did. I couldn't tell the difference. It looked he, pretty Kerry Fukunaga. He, 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 apparently, because um, his name is in the credits in the trailer, he wrote the screenplay. Yeah, or at least co-wrote it. Um, but. You know what probably happened? I, it, looks, it probably what? it was like a it was like a an Ant Man situation. Yeah, that's what I figured. He like basically they, did all the heavy lifting with like pre pro yeah. and visualization, where all this guy had to do was step in and like follow his. I think I think it was like there was, I think it was basically there was just like there was a couple of things that he just did, wouldn't want to budge on that the studio wanted, and so he left, and then they got someone else that would budge on those things, but kept everything else. Hmm. So, so yeah, pretty much what they did with Ant Man, but um. Yeah, a trailer. It looks awesome. I'm. I was actually super shocked when I watched it. It was. It's scary. Pennywise looks awesome. Mm. Uh, the kids look great. I love the whole aesthetic of it. It feels very '80s. Feels like super like Stranger Things. Yeah, this came out at even, the perfect time. Even even the actor from Stranger Things is in it. What's the name? Uh, Finn. Uh, something. Oh, is he? Uh, yeah, one of the main characters. Hmm. Um. Good but yeah, him. it's. Uh, and I and I don't know when the next because I know they're making this into two movies. So obviously this is the first part because they're all it's in the young um, state of their lives. Um, right. And they changed it because it's now it was, in the book it's set in the fifties when they're kids, but this it's set in the eighties. So I guess the new the second part will be set in like our time. Hmm, that's kind of um, cool. So yeah, um, yeah, I think it looks awesome. I'm really excited for it. Um, I'm probably gonna. I I was originally like kind of like on that line between not caring and mildly interested, but now I'm like super excited, so I'm probably gonna stay away from any more footage, mm-hmm. just because I, I want to keep the suspense. But yeah, I'm I'm excited. It looks awesome. No, I, I am. Uh, I am too. I've, I've. I'll be honest. My only exposure. I'm not really a big Stephen King guy. I like his movies more than his uh, his stories, but 
my so my only exposure to this is through the Nostalgia Critic episode, which is like you haven't have you seen the Did you see the TV movie? I've heard from the nineties. I've heard it's so long. I don't. I don't have the it's, I mean, it's, to it's two that. parts. It's th- one and a, an hour and a half each. Yeah, but that's the, the, nah, that's my uh, that's my favorite review of his. So I'll just stick with that for now and let this be my first actual experience with it. But I think it's really cool. I think if you're gonna do a you know if you're gonna do it, I'd rather you do it with. This way with, you know, this is part one, the Losers Club, which is just the kids, and then yep. it'll have a nice little part two, hopefully. I think this will make, I mean, it's coming out in September, so I mean, they should already, make a good amount of money. They already, I think they already started filming part two, or they're, really? at least they're about to start filming it, so. Good. I don't think, so, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm down on this. I think it's going to be pretty fun, and it's got a good, I mean, I'm, I'm all about setups these days, and I just, I think the setup of, you know, a bunch of kids and a killer clown sort of the deal is pretty cool and, yeah, and I, lo- I loved i loved that scene when they're looking at the on the projector that was really really well done i thought that was just super creepy yeah it reminded me of the conjuring a little bit yeah a little, like, bit, yeah. A little yeah um but i think this is all just going to come down to bill Skarsgård. he's he's ultimately I, the one who has to shoulder the I, load I'm, here the first thing i noticed is that they're kind of because you know how tim curry was kind of like kind of funny oh yeah he was kind of more comedic but like creepy i like that they're kind of just going away from that they're doing their own thing he's like just he's just scary he's just of he's an insane crazy clown he's terrifying i still do hope he has a couple of those moments of as long as he doesn't have to he doesn't have to be outright silly but to be a little bit kind of campy like i i mean this is this is the dumb comparison to make but kind of like the joker in the dark knight where he does have a couple of moments where he's like like when he stands over that guy and goes or, yeah, yeah, or the pencil trick, I, or like with the I, grenades, something like that, something dark and kind of sadistic would be cool. I would be like, I don't know if you see the movies, but like I would compare it to like Freddy Krueger from the original Nightmare oh, yeah. yeah, compared to like that. Freddy Krueger in like the fourth or fifth or sixth movies, where you know he just kind of turns into a comedian. Mm-hmm. Like, I'd like in the first one, he's like he has a couple like subtle humor things, but like he's pretty much he's pretty scary. But the other ones, he's just like cracking jokes often, right? So I think it's, I hope it's more like that. Yeah, I I just think when it comes to clowns, and I know a lot of people are going to disagree with me here, um, <laughs> being like just trying so super hard to be creepy makes you makes it silly in a way, and in a way that in the same way that like being totally cool and like crazy and funny, while also being creepy is is its own form of scary. Like what, clowns are a difficult thing because they look so ridiculous that you kind of you have to play it either. One why are, sort of why are so many people scared of them? I don't understand this. I'm not. I mean, I've never found clowns creepy like everyone else. It's the people that freak me out. But I think it was like, honestly, straight up, clowns are only like seen as boogeymen because of Jeffrey Dahmer about how he was like a clown and stuff. He uh, did kids parties. Yeah. Like because I, I before that it must it couldn't have been a big thing. It's like oh clowns. It's like well there was this one clown that like killed and ate a bunch of people, but. And it's like, oh well, maybe I'm maybe I'm just gonna reconsider those guys. Let me take a, take another look. But, um, but yeah, I do, I do hope he's I hope I hope he's a little bit, um, funny-ish in the right moments, like in the in the right ways, like maybe bookended by a couple of creepy things. He like gets a little one-liner where he's got a kid trapped and he's like, you know, says something clever. I don't know, not dead, nothing Deadpool like, no no riffing or references, just something a little unsettling. Um, but no, I'm, I'm, I'm absolutely down for this. I'm excited to see it. Uh, and you know, 
who knows? Maybe this could attract some really cool, really interesting actors to play the older, uh, the older kids in the sequel. So, I wonder if the, I don't know if they've been cast already. I wonder about that. Check. I'd I'd imagine they're gonna. I mean, this is Stephen King after all, but so they may jump on. But hmm. Uh, unless uh, really, unless this movie has a huge budget, which it doesn't look like it could be more than fifty mil, I doubt that. I, I would. I doubt that a sequel, a, a movie like this, especially a horror movie, which just do gangbusters, wouldn't make enough to warrant a sequel. Unless it's yeah. really, really bad. And even then, it might get some business. <laughs> but uh, looks good. Poster's awesome. Really creepy poster. I like it. Don't know how the whole floating thing is going to go down. Because I remember, uh, again, I haven't seen the movie, but in that review... The whole, you'll float down here, and, like, balloons floating was a little weird. So I don't know how they're going to pull that off to make balloons and floating scary, but happy to find Appar- out. Apparently, they're kind of shooting part two kind of just as basically, like, an actual part two, that it, and they plan on possibly, like, releasing, a, like, a cut of both of them together. Hmm. That could be cool. I'm down. I like, I, I am all in for a four-hour movie experience, like, with Deathly but, Hallows. But, but you that. won't. But you won't watch the TV movie that's not barely three hours. I'm not saying I makes I'm a person that has logic, but <laughs> and no, you will with, watch... a, with a movie it's different. Like I don't know, maybe I'll watch you'll, the show. But you'll, you'll again, watch, why is watch, it, what's the point? I'll just watch, watch the movie. It. You watch that stupid Pirates of the Caribbean movie that's 18 hours long. I watch. I watch either all of them, all three at once, or not at all. And thank Jesus. you for bringing that up. Pirates of the Caribbean Five has gotten some good reception from. I don't Cinemacon. care. I don't care. It's I'm probably from from uh, what's his name? The guy from Collider, the Frosty. Yeah, Frosty. Yeah, he's yeah. a cool guy. He also liked Terminator Genesis. So yeah, okay. not saying not saying he's his opinions wrong. Just you know, I didn't like that movie, so I don't you know. Mm. I like what I heard from him. I think I think I'm gonna win our. He's he's not the only one though. I've heard, I saw some other positive reviews, so. Because remember, you do have to get a tattoo of my choosing if it uh, if it no needs no to. I have to buy you dinner. Fuck, I was, I was hoping you'd forget. <laughs> no, there's like a ton of people walking. Outside. I don't forget stupid things like that. Why are they walking? There's just randomly like 150 people just walking down the street. That's not you should you should invite them in. I'll spit on them. Fuck them. <laughs> Throw some sharpened pennies. Kiss my ass <laughs> outside world. Uh, so I I'm I'm giving it the pass. I'm I'm good. I think I'm good on trailers. Yeah, I don't think I'm gonna. It's something I'm gonna be seeking. Show, out they, much. I feel like they showed the perfect amount of yeah. like everything. They gave just enough of the story, and they showed. Oh, they teased Pennywise, mm-hmm. get, like, let you get out, kind of set the tone right. Did you see the poster? Yeah, yeah, I, I, I mentioned that. I, thought I, yeah, I like yeah. it. Yeah. It looks awesome. That, that was a really great poster. Yeah, we've had, we've had a good year for posters. Like, did you see yeah. the Alien one? Yeah, that one is awesome. Oh, that's shit. probably the best movie, best poster I've seen all year. That's, yeah, that's that's great. art. That's I want. I kind of want to like get Ugh. that. I want to buy it. Can't wait, till, can't wait till we get the Star Wars poster. Oh god. Well, those are you know, those aren't as much arty as they are just like movie. Yeah, yeah but it's but it's Star Wars, so it's like immediately ten times better for me. What did I read the other day? I read that. Oh, I read Justin Thoreau was in the new Star Wars. Yeah, he, that's a rumor. Yeah, I saw that. Hmm. That's interesting. That's that's a big cast. They got a lot of people in this movie. It's crazy. Um, all right, let's move on. Uh, we'll talk about. I'll talk about Spider Man since you didn't see it. Okay. I didn't. I don't need. Movie. I don't need to see any more Spider Man footage. So no, I'm good. I and understand I, that. And I and I heard it spoils the whole movie. So. 
See, I really don't think so. I don't, I mean, I just, uh, I don't know. I think that's a little overblown. I don't, I mean, maybe after I see the movie, if I go back and I go, oh, yeah, that trailer did spoil Tom, but I didn't, it felt like it was par for the course as far as other um, superhero movie trailers go. I don't know. It's, it didn't jump out at me as like, oh, well, now that's going to, like, there were no scenes in the movie or in the trailer, or there was no moment where I could imagine people in the theater, like, you know, clapping and getting, like, really psyched about. Like, for instance, we'll bring her back to Age of Ultron. Like, if they did the hammer scene in the Age of Ultron trailer, you remember? When they, when the, they, like, when they, like, when they're all trying the to hammer. lift it? No, 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 when a uh, vision, like, picks it up. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's no scene like that in this, in this trailer. Okay. I don't know if that's the kind of, the movie this is, you know, where it's gonna, where yeah. it is, like, a kind of a, because that's Joss Whedon, after all, but. I don't know, it, it did, nothing jumped out at me as like, oh, well, that's, I'd rather have seen that on the, uh, for the first time on the big screen. Like, the things, the things I'm interested about in this movie, I didn't really see in this, which could be good, I just saw, bad. I just saw a bunch of people talking about some boat scene, and that it was spoiled. I don't, I don't know what that means, I but. Don't, I don't understand, yeah, I, I know what, I know what they're talking about. I don't get it. Like, what's the point? It's, it's not like that's a moment that has been. It's not like a, it's a plot point or a moment that's been built up. It's just a an action sequence. If I don't, I don't understand people. There's, there's really nothing in that trailer to get too worked up about. It does not show the whole movie the way that something well, like the amazing. E- either way, would you think? Would you would you think of it either way? Um, it looked it looked good. Yeah, it's it's definitely taking a different. It's got a different look and kind of feel to it than um than really any of the other movies have. Uh, I guess... In, any of the Spider-Man or any of the Marvel movies? Oh, so, uh, well, a little bit of both, I guess. I mean, it just... It, it does... It ha- it feels different. Like, it's not... It doesn't remind me of, like, Ant-Man or something like that. It just feels like it's Spider-Man. And it, you know, you could have easily just edited out Robert Downey Jr. in it, and it could have been its own its own thing. So, um, trying to... yeah. I really didn't feel that strongly about it. It's it affirmed that I do think this is going to be, when it's all said and done, it'll probably be my favorite MCU movie. And nothing I saw in the trailer changed that. So, um, I'm still I'm down for it. I'm good. I'm excited to see it. And also, I I was watching it on my phone in the bathroom. So if maybe there were some dialogue things that uh were said that I missed because I had it on low, but I was just sort of focused on the visuals and they were cool. So. Yeah. I'd say you don't. You made a good call not watching it. Nice. Really, it won't change. It won't sway, sway you either way. It won't get you super excited, and it won't be like, "Oh my god, it looks like it's gonna be shitty." It's like it's Spider Man. I it's yeah. not being creatively controlled by Sony, and I so I know I can see it. Yeah. So literally, actually, the only thing that I think you would rather have seen in the theater was something to do. Well, there's actually a couple things to do with his suit, but I'll I won't tell you. But those for those that have seen it, they were pretty cool. I know I saw like a a still of him in like his like street suit, like his like before he gets his proper suit. It looked cool, like with the goggles and all that stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, that that's not one of them. So you're you're unspoiled. The two things. Okay, cool. Which, for all I know, are like of course, yeah, Spider Man. He's had those forever. Duh. Which I just (laughs) don't know because I'm a dummy. Um. So yeah, I went very positive on Spider Man Homecoming. Looking forward to it. Should be fun. So, the main event is uh, Justice League. 
And why don't you start with, uh, with your thoughts on it, Josh? Go ahead. Looks awesome. Looks really fun. Um, I'll say it doesn't look. It's as a trailer. I don't think this was as good as any of the previous DC trailers. Like when I think of like the Batman vs Superman, the, regardless of whatever I felt about the movie. Um, but like the Batman vs Superman trailer that came out. Oh, when did that come out? Comic Con before that came out. That was that's like one of my favorite trailers. It's just so well done. The Man of Steel trailers were amazing. The Wonder Woman trailers that I've seen, haven't seen all of them. Um, all great. They're like amazing, really well done trailers. Even the Suicide Squad one for me, like that Bohemian Rhapsody trailer, amazing. This trailer was like, I don't think it's as good as any of those, just like as a trailer, but like it shows a lot of cool stuff. It's fun. I like that they're kind of making a little more. Um, I feel like it's kind of a mix of listening to some of the fan criticism that maybe it's a little too dark and brooding, which I don't agree with, but whatever. Um, but it's also kind of has that natural. Um, shift in tone where it's like they're come coming out of this dark place into a lighter tomorrow i guess you could say mm-hmm. um and i like that um everyone all the all the cast looks amazing I mean, batman looks it's ben affleck he's awesome in this role i like him as batman uh and then just all, all of them look great to me the best part of the trailer is like it's not even a question is aquaman jason momoa is i i, I was on board with him when this he was cast but holy crap he looks like amazing in this and watching Aquaman jump off the Batmobile while having the time of his life is like the coolest thing I've seen as a DC fan in a really long time. So I'm all in. I think it looks fun. Yeah. Hopefully it doesn't let me down. <laughs> I sent you guys a, an image that's been circulating online, which is like the whole, the endless cycle of DC. Yeah. The, the, the Zack Snyder thing. Yeah, and I can't. There's, I really can't disagree with anything. Yeah, except for the very final part. Because what what's happened? Well, I guess really, what's only it's only happened with Batman v Superman is where it's it like, basically happened with Man of Steel. Man of Steel also for me. I'm just saying for me well, personally. Not, well, like, for you, yeah. Yeah, like I hated Suicide Squad from the get go. Uh, I never was negative on Man of Steel. Like I, I dipped a bit after the trailers, the movie came out, and then the reaction. I've always been on the positive side. I'm, I think I'm at the top of that now. I love that movie. Um, really, God, I hate, that's the one thing I hate about movie culture. It's like, why can't we just accept that Man of Steel is a fun, is is it at the very least an entertainment? I don't movie. mind that people like don't love it, but like the people that say it's just like terrible, like one of the worst movies ever. I'm just like, I don't it's get not, it. I just don't get it. Objectively, that's just not true. Like, there's so many like, of all the movies I've seen. It's like I've seen almost the, well, a little over 900 movies, which isn't like, much. I'll give it that. But I get I fine. get it with I get it with Batman v Superman because it's not I, I, there's a lot of structural like storytelling problems in the movie. Yeah, yeah, sure. You know wh- whether you want to look at the Ultimate Edition or the theatrical version, but you know Man of Steel just like to me that's just like such a well done. Even if you think it was just okay or just meh, like Honestly, terrible. I don't understand. I, don't, I, I hate don't to get be it. this guy. I really do. But I feel like if you if. If Zack Snyder had secretly directed that, and it was and like that, um, oh like, come on! If, no, if, I'm saying if somebody I know else, where you, I know where you're going with this. I know if somebody else got all the credit for it, like they did the junkets, their name was attached to it, but on set every single day and pre and post and production, Zack Snyder did all of it. I think that'd be regarded as a good movie. I really do. I I think that deep down, it's just people are yeah, so people, yeah. he is the most over. He really is the most overanalyzed direct or the the most analyzed director working working today if you really think about like, it like, like i said he's one of he's one of the most ambitious people working in hollywood like yeah. i feel like you can even argue that it's whether you, you can argue whether whether he's good yeah, at he's, handling things he's trying to be ambitious with but i gotta say god bless him and i i'd really 
unless Justice League is a complete betrayal of that, he's stuck to his guns for the most part. And he's like, I'm going to make my movie. Fuck you, is basically the attitude I've gotten from him. I respect that. So, it, but, yeah, it, if, if um I don't know, I think if, like, Duncan Jones had been attached to Man of Steel, people were like, well, that was just, that was a sophisticated, you know, intelligent, entertaining superhero, Superman movie, blah, blah, I don't, blah, blah. I don't know about that. They turned on Warcraft pretty quick. Okay, pre-Warcraft Duncan Jones, if he'd done that, at, at that point in their careers or something. Like Warcraft was, that's objectively bad. Like, it's not, if it's entertaining. If you think it's entertaining, that's cool. I, I think it is to an extent. Just, just to be clear, there is no such thing as an objectively good or bad movie. It's like whatever you want. Well, I, I do think there, there is a line. No, there's not. I think I there's don't, a line. But, if somebody says that, that, I don't know, Batman and Robin, even though you're insane and like that movie, I do. is it's better than The Dark shit. Knight, go, go, go for it. I don't care. I, I think mean, just from a skillful, like from a writing perspective, I do think there is there is a line to be drawn. Like, is there is you know, but like who's to say? That's what when it comes down to it, is like who's to say what is objectively I, I, good and objectively bad? It's like if there's no here's, factual here's I, thing to measure it again with, then it's not it's it's a subjective thing. Here's how I like to think of it. And like I I eat a lot of brownies, right? I enjoy brownies. I haven't had a brownie in a really long time. I think, oh god, that's horrible. It just goes for like, there are brownies that I can say, like for instance, there are these um, there are these brownies that I get like at a little store nearby, and they come in like packs of two or three, and they're just they're very good. There's um, like rainbow brownie things. No, no, no. Let me let me finish my story. Where like, okay. if I'm gonna go to a movie, I'll stop in and I'll grab one of those. And I'll put it in my pocket, and then when I get to the movie, I'll like take it out and like and eat it. It's very very good, very nourishing, but. I eat cosmic brownies so much more. Like for every one of those, for every one of those brownies I get, I have like three or four cosmic brownies. Objectively, I know that the the ones that I buy and bring to the movies are better, but I enjoy eating cosmic brownies more. I don't know; it's a whole thing. Uh, <laughs> but so I do. I do think there's a line. It's not. In, to me, it's it's somewhat definite. It's like yeah. Batman Robin is not a better movie than The Dark Knight. I don't think you really you can't make that argument. You can't come in and say to me, "Someone this could." This is a better. I don't think this is a better. I don't think they probably can. they probably they probably wouldn't convince you. They'll never convince me, but they can make yeah. you can make the argument. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. I don't see how. But if you have your own views of it, like let me okay, let me put it this way: there are I think anything from like the fifteenth percentile to lower. And then the fifteenth percentile, like, there is there's a gray area in between the great movies and the really bad movies, that you know it's a free for all. Like yeah, you could you could convince me that this is better than this, but like when something like Citizen Kane and something like Biodome, for instance, don't know why I thought of that. There's it's objectively one is better than the other, but as far as like Man of Steel and I don't know, I don't know another random reference, Goosebumps. There's no difference, but it's just on the on the far ends of the spectrum, but. Back to Justice League. I do think that we're stuck in the pre-DC kind of cycle where they cut good trailers. Can't You can't, you really can't deny that, but is, is this sort of, we've been here before, you know? And I can't, you really you can't deny that. It's, that it is, that this point in the, in yeah. the game is almost part of the process now. 
the thing is, I feel like I feel like it's just to me it feels like, and maybe I'm just being super optimistic at this point. It's like they, fe- I feel like they have to be so aware of the fan response that like yeah, they were got, aware of it after Man of Steel when they did the yeah, whole. But like now Batman it's Superman. like it's almost a joke at this point. I mean, like they gotta know that like if they screw, I I I I, I feel this. I mean, if they screw this movie up, they're done. Like this universe is done. Hmm. I mean, maybe though, because because maybe because Wonder Woman is so like in a different time, they can keep going with that. But like other than that, I'm just like, if this movie, if this if this thing does not make as much money as they want, and it doesn't get the reception, the fans that they that it should. I mean, I just don't. I don't see how you can have a Justice League movie in your DC universe mm-hmm. fail and keep going. Yeah, it is. Like, the, of, know, among know, among know, their ten poles, this is the ten pole like that. And I, and, and, I, and I know you could say like Avengers: Age of Ultron maybe was a disappointment to some people. A lot, actually, a lot of people it was. Maybe it didn't make as much money as they want. I don't know what the no, box office was, but I dug it. I like that. that but that, yeah, and I I love that movie. But like a lot of people really didn't. And but I don't still. You wouldn't consider that a failure. So, but like this something like if this gets the same thing that uh, BBS did, like, and that movie wasn't a like necessarily a failure, but like. It was not a the massive success, massive success that people. No, it, it was believe. a failure because if you have Batman and Superman in a movie and it doesn't make a billion dollars, then you that's a huge problem. And Warner Brothers has nobody to blame but themselves. Like they didn't yeah. have to hire Zack Snyder to do anything. Like there, he was not. There was never a gun to their head where he said, "Well, we gotta have Zack do this." There's that never happened. They could have gotten somebody else if they wanted to. So and, if this crashes so, and burns, which I think I'm thinking it probably will. I don't. I don't know. I don't, know. I don't think people are going to flock to the to the cinemas to see Justice League if they didn't want, flock to the cinemas to see Batman v Superman. And I think it's going to think... do well opening weekend, but mm-hmm. I mean, it it really is just going to be another BVS situation. If it's good, if it's good, word of mouth is good, it'll do well. Even if it's not, it'll do well opening weekend. But if it's not good, it's going to crumble pretty fast. I think it's almost it's going to be almost impossible for the word of mouth of this movie to be good because the two. The the factioning sides are just so hell bent on yes this is great or no this is horrible I just I don't I do not see like I think when 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 it's the end of the year we're going to be talking about okay so Justice League failed and got bad reviews now what I, I just I, I think the chances of this being both fresh on Rotten Tomatoes and profitable to the point where it's on track to make a billion dollars, I'd probably put it under 6 or 7%. Gee, really? Yeah, I really don't cuz like what if I got to go on at this point? Like to be fa- mean, well, but to be fair, they their box office numbers have gone have increased. Like Man of Steel made like 660 million, BVS made 750 somewhere in there 775 it was like actually that was like 800 something i think was it um i don't remember let me double check my math because i i do have a point it was it was i think right around or right under or right above suicide squad's numbers so okay so man Steel made 666 oh bvs 873 so that's not bad yeah, yeah. i thought it was less than that for some reason which is still not very good yeah and then yeah. Suicide Squad made seven forty five. Okay, so how 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 sad is it that we like live in an age where like making eight hundred something million dollars is considered a disappointment? Well, like 
I mean, no it's matter. Just, even, it's, it's not even. I don't think it's sad. It's just basic math. Like if you spend, I, but it's like two hundred fifty million. Like, on but it just goes back, back to like there's. They just keep spending more and more and more on these movies, but they don't learn the lessons that they should. No, and I don't. And then, and I I don't just, think that this is going to be like of all the movies that they could have gotten right. Justice League doesn't I'm, seem I'm, like it's. I'm it's starting to think Wonder Woman is going to be the big, the one that at least for for a while turns things around. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually getting pretty confident that's going to be really yeah. good and you like know, well received. If that if that does well and gets some good, gets some praise and does box office and critical, if that gets some, you know, maybe that could get him some momentum to people where people See, are like, okay, what, maybe I'll maybe I'll what, give Justice League what, a shot. What worries me though is that wonder woman does well and it, it comes out and everyone loves it and then warner Bros. is like okay now let's re-edit justice league to be kind of like wonder woman <laughs> yeah because that's that's what i'm like terrified is gonna happen mm. like it, for better i mean i don't know if that's a good or bad thing because it, it just it, it you know it, it just seems like the type of thing they're doing because of what happened with suicide squad and just uh i don't know i hope it's good I, it looks to me it looks awesome i've loved both these trailers so mm. By the way, I've never, I haven't actually talked about what I think about the trailer yet. I just realized, but I don't know. I'm fine. I don't care. It's, you know, it's okay. It's, it's, it didn't really grab me either way. I don't. I think, um, well, Batman's obviously he's my favorite comic book character. That's that's if if you don't know that by now, you're gleefully ignorant. Um, what 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 do you think of uh, J.K. Simmons? I, I don't know. It didn't look right to me. It really did. Really? No. I thought it looked perfect. Yeah. He looked exactly how you described it when he was cast. No, he did. He, he mustache, did exactly the hat, that, but the glasses. There, there is. Uh, yeah, I know. I, I nailed it. Um, I just, it just didn't look. It looked okay. I mean, he granted he said he said like one thing, and he just he basically said something and then turned around like that was sort of like he just shifted like oh look at this person, but overall, Batman's my favorite character in literature, obviously. Um, and I've always thought about this, even when like I was a kid or, and watching any of the animated series, I just think he becomes way more, you get, he just becomes way more lamer when he's around people with superpowers. Like for, for whatever reason, I guess it's not for whatever reason. Cause like Iron Man, like Tony Stark, he, he thrives when he's among superheroes because like when he's around Thor and stuff, because he can, he's got the suit and he's, you know, a huge personality and it's like. He kind of points out the ridiculousness of the situation. He just he has he's so larger than life that he kind of fits in. Batman, he's just this pissed off guy, and with like a car, you know. And it's just it again. Even ever since I was a kid, I just like I don't like Batman when when he's with other superheroes, I, unless it's like, you know, Green Arrow or something like that. So that's just one of my own biases I bring to it, and I don't really think that this was this really didn't capture my attention. I don't think this is gonna. Um, I don't think this is going to bring people to the theater in that. I just, I don't see anybody seeing this be like, okay, well, I didn't go see Suicide Squad because I hated it. I didn't like the, the, the marketing. I didn't go see Batman Superman because the marketing, I don't think that they're going to be like, okay, well, Justice League, that kind of got me. You know, I don't, it was like one of my friends who after Batman v Superman came out, I was, I was like, it was my boss. I was at work. He's like, oh, how was that? I was like, oh, it's you know, it was. I thought it was entertaining. Everybody hates it. He's like, yeah, I don't think I'm going to see that. And the same thing happened with Suicide Squad. So with him as my barometer, and he's by no means pop culture illiterate. Like he knows what's going on. I don't think that he would go to see this movie. And 
I think there are a lot of people like him. Which, by the way, I need to I need to go back to just one second and talk about Power Rangers, if you'll excuse me. Promise oh, it's super Christ. quick. They played Stand By Me. They played a cover of Stand By Me in Power Rangers. That's my favorite song ever, and they didn't deserve it. They didn't earn it, and I wanted to die. But transitioning into the music in this one, similar thing. Come together. It. What? It was awesome. Not cool. No. It, no, it was great. First of all, the White Stripes are 10 years old. So? So that's their music isn't current? Like, I don't... I don't I don't know why they chose why would that it, music. And then the why, cup, would it need the, to be, why would it need to be current? Because this movie's coming out in 2017, not 2006. So what? And that's, so what? And like, I don't want. I don't want popular music. I want like older, cooler music. White Stripes is as pop rock as you can get. Like, and the Come Together thing. That's awesome. Kill me, just kill me. You're telling me you don't like Come Together? No, I do. Well, I, I do by the Beatles, but not by whoever, whoever. That was a great version. I liked it. I. I just I hate their music choices. I really do. And the, like, and the, and the Aerosmith version was better. So it is. Oh no! Well, better than this or better than the original? better than the Peels version. What? <laughs> yeah, the Aerosmith. I, I'm version not a, is... I'm, I'm not a Beatles like purist, but okay. No, I I, I love the Beatles. Mm-hmm. They're like one of my favorites, but Aerosmith's version of it is better. Okay. But I do like I have a I have a big problem with the music in the trailers. It seems too like, well, of course you'd put the white stripes, and of course you'd be like, come together, get it? They're coming together. Like it's just, it's just it's, I, I don't know what's wrong with that. I thought it was because there's bands like Royal Blood or who the hell is that? Royal Blood. Who that is? You would love them. They're very much Green Day ish. All right, I'm like, getting a shot. Yeah, write it down. Like uh, start with figure it out. If you don't like that, then stop but figure it out it's a really good track like they record the album in their in their garage it's one of those amazing stories there I, I love those guys you got royal blood you got arctic monkeys you got like there's it's surprisingly it's a really good time for alt rock bands and the guitar licks are great so why you would dig back into the records and pull out a 10 year old song doesn't make sense to me whatever yeah. Zack snyder likes the white stripes i don't know okay he's i don't know if he had what role he has in the trailer they were but, in the, they were in the trailer for the first one they were in the first trailer too were they really yeah that was that was what the song was god i'm old i'm really old <laughs> uh and then the same thing i had the same problem with guardian or not guardians well kind of with guardians but with suicide squad it's like oh did you just hit shuffle on classic rock tracks well, that's, a, that's that's a whole different thing that was just that or, was like both. that was old like, Bohemian Rhapsody is one of the most famous songs ever. You really think that you're going to bring anything new to the table with it? Like, Guardians at least did I mean, some deep cuts. They, they did. Some deep 80s cuts. I, I mean, the tra- they that was a, uh, to me anyway, that was like a, a really well-edited trailer. Yeah, I don't know. I, I just, popular music is already popular music. Like, you, nobody's going to buy the, nobody's going to buy the soundtrack of this movie because the, they already own the song. So, branch out, introduce the world to somebody else, or just, I don't know, I I don't like the music choices, but in the trailer, like I said, it didn't really grab me. There, I didn't really like the "I'm rich" thing. What are you talking about? I did. That was the funniest thing ever. I did. I didn't even. Like, I've watched that like ten times, and I laugh. Tbh, so though, I don't. I didn't know about that going in. Like, I didn't know that that was in there. So it's not like I'm just like, Ugh, I hate it because everybody likes it. It's like it just. It's them sitting in the car. It's like, what's your superpower? It's like I'm rich. It's like, ha ha. That's funny. 
Well, everybody's made that joke. Like everybody's like, so I've seen that's why it's of funny. And that's memes. why it's funny because he's actually making it in a movie. That's not funny. I don't like yes, fan service. Is. Fan service is dumb. Uh, plus, Batman would never say that. No, it's 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 like they're like actually acknowledging that comic books are kind of silly Hashtag and aren't Batman. and aren't taking things so deadly seriously we'll and are having better. a little bit more fun. Do and it I like. There's so many better ways. Like, dudes, Lego Batman, I'm sure, did a better I'm Rich joke than, than this one. It's like, oh, you know, whatever. Um, so, yeah, I would, whatever. Oh, since I gave my odds, what, do you, what odds do you give this to be A, fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, and B, at least be on track for, let's say, over $900 million? Okay. When you say fresh, do you mean, like, just, like, above 60, or it's got to hit that 75, like... Oh, no, just fresh. I mean, we'll lower the bar for these guys. Okay. It's just been um, going down and down and down. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I want to believe that they've learned from their mistakes. Mm-hmm. I think it has a, I think it's a pretty good shot at making over $900 million, but... Wait, can you say the whole learn from their mistakes again? Learn, learn from their mistakes? Well, they will be pretty knowledgeable by now, then. I don't know what that is. From Dark Knight? When he's like, he's like, I, he's like stitching himself up after being attacked by the dogs, and he's like, and I was like, oh, whenever you do this, you do make a bloody mess. And Bruce's like, it makes me learn from my mistakes. And he's like, oh, you ought to be pretty knowledgeable by now, then. You know, he's all British I, and snarky. I I have not memorized every line in that movie. <laughs> Loser. <laughs> well, I bet you have friends. I bet you go out. <laughs> But, all right, sorry. Um, I don't know. Um, yeah, I could see it making over nine hundred million. I don't know about the tomato. I'm gonna go ahead and say. So this is your percentage for all those three happening. For all, for all, for getting well, all three what? So over rot over sixty tomatoes on range for ninety million nine hundred million. million. Yeah, ninety and would be what something. else? I think that's it. Yeah. Oh, those okay, two. that's two things. Um, sorry, I can't I'm count. gonna say for both of them. If I had to just go with both of them, uh, forty-eight percent, just under the wire. Okay, so you don't yeah. have that much. Faith. I might, I might, I might go with fifty. Yeah, I'll go with fifty. Fuck off. Just get the fuck I'll go, out of here. I'll go fifty-one just to be that guy. You're an asshole. <laughs> I, I mean, I can, I can respect fifty-one. You're at least taking a stand. You're I'm just... leaning slightly positive. I want to have faith. I really do. Yeah. Oh. Uh... It's gonna be. This is a make or break. They're like, yeah. Really, this needs to work out for them. And I mean, I hate to, I hate to say that I think this is gonna fail because I know a lot of people are gonna like lose their jobs and there's gonna be layoffs and all that stuff. Like that part of it sucks. But you also hired Zack I mean, Snyder to make it. Really, three. just sucks. I mean, I love the cast they have. I, I think they. It seems like they have amazing chemistry. Like just there was like that just oh. one picture today of all the guys hanging out. We like they look like they're having so much fun. Yeah, he looks the CGI does not look good. Um, he does not look good. Like Ray, yeah. I don't think Ray Fisher is a good actor. No, I think he looks awesome. I think the character, the actor looks great. The action scenes he has, his suit in concept looks great, but the CGI just it's not really doing it for me. But it's unfinished. Obviously, it's, it doesn't come out till November, so it'll probably look better. I don't know if it'll look perfect, but it'll look better. Just he hasn't. I don't think he's said a word in any of the trailers so far. And that's no, he did. He's, he had. He said he had a couple lines. Oh really? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. 
I almost I don't want I almost don't want to even see Cyborg without Beast Boy to be honest with you from the old Teen Titan show. Love that. Never uh, was never was huge into that. It's a good show. The the Slate episodes are the best episodes, but because that was just a really dope kind of arc, I guess. But whatever. So let's talk about a lot of the news this week has been reboots and remakes and like obviously Matrix is dumb. Like that doesn't really need to happen. Apparently, that's a prequel now. So let's just talk. It's a about, little bit better, but let's talk about those kind of movies that are good, shall we? Let's do it. Yeah, uh, I only have one honorable mention for my little top five here. It is uh, Let Me In. So nice. Unfortunately, because this, I am a, you know, American cinema. Um, I guess it's really the only. I don't really watch them in international movies, so I haven't seen any of the originals of these, but I do think they're good remakes. So. There are these good movies that are made off of a remake, so this is one of those cases. Haven't seen Let the Right One In. I'm sure it's great. It's directed by Thomas Alfredson, so it's most likely an amazing film. Are we doing remakes and reboots, or just remakes? It can be. I don't really okay. have... I, no reboot made on the list. I have, so. I have all three lists ready to go, so whichever one it is. It could be a mix. Just all right. mix it up. Do whatever you want, but Let all Me right. In is very good. And then yeah. uh, I like that movie. Yeah, so, and then I'll do my, and my number five is uh, a Christopher Nolan film. Have you seen Insomnia? No, not yet. I want to. It is, I think, his most underrated movie, to be perfectly honest. It's a remake? Yeah, apparently. That's why, so I've been told. It's, uh, let's see. It It was his first, like, actually, it's his only movie that he hasn't written which is a fun little movie fact. And even though he doesn't didn't write it, he still did like a really good job and the script is actually kind of awesome. So it's a remake of a 1997 Norwegian film. So, it was after 5 so after 5 years they went with him, but it's a it's a pretty simple kind of straightforward uh mystery th- thriller kind of like hey, who's the killer? And it takes place in Alaska where they're going through 24 um 24-hour days, so it like that's why it's it's called insomnia because the main character never sleeps. There's a really good like moral kerfuffle at the center of it. It's all about a moral conflict. There's good performances. Robin Robin Williams is excellent. I still get sad that I. Do you ever forget that he died and get really sad? Yeah, a little bit. I do. I do all the time. Yeah. I, it hit me a couple days ago. I was like, ah, oh, fuck. Poor Robin. He was so nice. But uh, very underrated little movie. If you're if you're looking for a rainy day, nothing to do kind of thriller, little sort of kind of a deal, then I think you'd really like uh, Insomnia. And it's it's <laughs> it's the first part of Christopher Nolan's In trilogy between Insomnia, <laughs> Inception, and Interstellar. He just loves those he loves those two letters. And we obviously know what the best of that trilogy is. Well, Cody said it was Interstellar, so that's word of well, Cody Cody was misguided in his. Selection of the winner, so. Of, of t- today of all days, when he is hiking Mount Kilimanjaro, you're just going to rip him down. That's where he is. It's the only he's, time I can. He's hiking. You, you don't respect the law of the land, but I would, I would highly recommend checking out uh, Insomnia. It's, I'm definitely going to. It won't blow you away, but you'll, as soon as the credits roll, you'll be like, wow, it's a good good way to spend an hour and 50 minutes. So I'll mention in uh, number five, Josh. 
Yeah, I have a couple honorable mentions. Um, okay. I got Homeward Bound, The Incredible Journey. It's the oh. 90s movie. Almost put that on there. Love that it's movie. Amazing movie. Uh, I got The Jungle Book from last year, and I got The Departed. You you didn't pronounce it right. It's, it's the, the Departed. The Departed. The, 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 the yeah. Okay. Fine. Uh, Wicked smile. And, and you know what? I'll throw Man of Steel in there, too. It's a remake? Oh, it's a reboot. Well, it's a reboot. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Spoiler alert, no reboots here. <laughs> but if if there were to be one, it'd be Batman Begins, but I just didn't want to put it on here because I don't well, you, we'll, like we'll, we'll talk. We'll talk about it later. Um, talk about what? No. That movie. <laughs> so your um, number five? My number five is The Fly. Mm, one of my favorite U2 songs. Go ahead. Jesus Christ. I'm not seeing them, by the way. Um, oh, come on. Not for um, me. No, nah, nah, I, I have better things to do. Like um, what? What? Like, go spend spend my full day doing something else, <laughs> like working and getting money. I'll pay you to go. I will pay you to go. I'll pay nah. you your shift. Nah, fam. I um, you. I've never said that in my life, and I don't ever want to say it again. Jesus. Um, yes, queen. <laughs> we have entered Tumblr. Um, yeah, the fly. Love did that. Did you just movie. assume my gender? No. Yes, sorry. I did. Keep going. <laughs> <laughs> Um, the Fly is a really great movie. Uh, David Cronenberg, uh, Jeff Goldblum from you know back in the day when he still cared about the roles he was doing. Okay, Thor: The Dark World, kiss my ass. All right, maybe we'll see. He cares? He he looks he looks pretty ridiculous they, in that. They paid him probably they probably paid him like twenty million dollars to do that. Do you really think is That's anyone's cool. artistic integrity over twenty million dollars? I just it's Independence Day resurgence, man. Oh my god, that movie destroyed me. Uh, it's terrible. Um, yeah, I love this movie. One of my favorite horror movies. Um, amazing job. I have not seen all of the original. I've seen it in bits and pieces. Um, it's, I, I feel like I probably won't, maybe I, I, I want to appreciate it more, um, than maybe I will just cause it's, it's kind of one of those very old school fifties horror movies, um, that I, I, I can appreciate, but I just don't love like some other people do, but yeah, the fly great movie. Love it. You've almost guaranteed that that song is going to play at the end of this episode. <laughs> uh, my number four is a movie that, as of a few weeks ago, is no longer a popular pick for this director's best film. It is uh, 310 to Yuma, directed by James Mangold. Another, uh, right along with Insomnia, I remember watching this, uh, and just as soon as it ended, I was like, wow. That was uh, quite a way to spend some time in the watching a movie. It was just, it's... Russell Crowe plays a kind of an anti-hero sort of-ish. And then Ben Foster plays an asshole, which he's really good at. If, like, if you like, if you liked him in Hell or High Water and you want to see more of that, uh, 310 to Yuma is the, uh, the place to go. The guy's just ruthless and out of his mind, which is really fun. And um, Christian Bale plays the lead. He's got one leg. And he's got like a son. It's, just a, it's a very traditional kind of Western... It updated for the times just to be a little bit more slickly filmed and uh, the action uh, steps up a notch. I've, I actually have seen a little bit of the original. I remember falling asleep to it, so I don't know how engaging it was or if I was just tired, but uh, I, I do think this one is a worthy remake and it's done for good reason. So that's my number four, 310 to Unima. Nice. All right, my number four is Star Trek from 2009. Um, I think I've talked about this movie a lot on here, but yeah, I, I love this movie. It's one of my favorite 
sci-fi movies, action movies, whatever, of the last few years. Um, J.J. Abrams, just that that was the movie, I think, that introduced me to him. Um, and just, I pretty much loved everything he's done since. And I also like Mission Impossible 3. Um, Why yeah, do people just, shit on Mission Impossible 3? That's one of the... I don't... Do they? I don't think like they do. It's one of the sol- most solid action movies I've, like, I've ever seen. I love that movie. It's good, yeah. It's super fun. Got um, a little MacGuffin's got a little... I don't think people. I don't think people shit on it. People shit on two, that's for sure. Yeah, two's two's awful. I, but I know if I, I watch no, it again, I, I like I like two. I don't. I think it's better than the first one. The first one's kind of boring to me. So yeah, kind of same. It's much more of like a political thriller than it is Mission Impossible. But yeah, uh. but yeah, but yeah, Star Trek. I love it. Um, it's just to me, it, and it's my favorite Star Trek movie. It's pro- probably the reason it is because my it's the first Star Trek movie I ever saw. So it introduced me. So. That's a little, I guess, maybe a little bit of bias there, but um, yeah, I just I love it. It's great. I love everything. It's just to me, it's like such a perfectly done blockbuster. Like, and I'm it led him to getting Star Wars, and yeah, everything about that movie, the acting, the action scenes, uh, the the music by Michael Giacchino, the opening scene, one of my favorite things ever. Oh so, yeah, I remember that. That was good. Everything about that movie, I just I love it. Was that? So that was much. very like, if I remember correctly. It was kind of like Superman inspired, kind of. A little bit, I like guess. The, the wor- like the I yeah, mean, I mean, it's, it's a ship, dad, not a world, but dad, it's like crumbling around them, and they have yeah, to get their baby. Yeah, out. like his dad sacrifices himself so that his everyone else can survive. Yeah. I mean, not exactly the same, but it's got some similarities. Yeah, close enough. Um, yeah. yeah, I remember. I dig that movie. Not a big Star Trek guy. Just without lightsabers, it's like, what's the point? You know. <laughs> It's like set phase or stun. I mean, to sure. me, that movie when I saw it, the fir- like, and I heard some other people saying this, like, because I, I when I I didn't see it in the theater, like, I, I got it on Redbox, you know, back when that was still a thing people used. See how much longer that sticks around. Um, yeah, I rented it and uh, I was like, I, I don't know, it just I, I didn't care about Star Trek, and I was like, all right, watch. I watched it and I was like, holy crap, this is everything that the prequel should have been. It's it's amazing, and I loved it. Cool. So, my number three, and this just goes to show how how much I adore the top three movies on my list, is uh, my favorite Michael Mann film. It is Heat. Nice. This movie is fucking badass. It is so cool, and it's just cops and robbers, and the action is cool. What's that a remake of? L.A. Takedown. It's it's a remake of a remake, kind of like Whiplash is. It's like he's... directing his own remake so it's done for the right reasons he basically just did it because he had a bigger budget so which you know it's always good um by the way can't help but notice why is it that every like almost every movie ever well not every movie ever but diner scenes are like a thing like what is it about a diner that like i don't know that makes dialogue interesting like who like obviously because this diner scenes it's I can't really think of any others at the moment, but it's, I think, pretty sure it's my favorite. But um, just a really cool conversation. Um, really great acting, I guess. Like, apparently, Pacino and De Niro kind of hated each other, which makes it all the more awesome. <laughs> and if you, I'm not going to tell you where it is because it's, re- it's like a blink and you'll miss it kind of thing, but there's a reference to Syracuse in this movie. There, it's, it's in there, it's a very direct. <laughs> You're you're talking to the wrong person. I know, but I'm just saying it's, it's fun. So if any if anybody can find it, I'll give you ten bucks because, like I said, blink and you miss it. But um, 
What other diner scene am I thinking of? Pulp Fiction? No, there's another one. No, I don't know. No, not Looper. Ah, fuck it. No. It's going to drive me insane. Um, but no, he, it's like, it's, yeah, it's, it's one of those movies that kind of every bro's sort of seen at some, at one point or another, like, ah, Heat's the best. Like, I remember seeking it out after Dark Knight came out when, for a while, I thought no one directed it, so, but it just turns out he was super inspired by it, and I love this movie. It's just, it's awesome. It's, it's, it's long, it's 170 minutes, but totally worth it. Have you seen it? Uh, no, no, I haven't. Uh, it's fucking off. It's so good. So good. Yeah. It's on my to-watch list. I will get to it. And Ch- Pacino's totally on coke during the whole thing, so he's just out of his mind. He's not, you know, he's on coke, and he just and he got Botox before this, so he's just completely drugged up. It's, it's just great. And it makes L.A. look nice, which I always... Only 86 on Rotten Tomatoes? That's garbage. It's perfect. <laughs> I love Heat. So, you're number three. Uh, my number three is another horror movie, and it's one that you don't like, and it's The Thing. You're not wrong. Yep. Yeah. I uh, love this movie. 19, uh, 1980, I think I want to say six, seven, something like that. I don't know. Uh, 82, is it? Um, John Carpenter. It's an amazing movie. Um, I just, it's, 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 it's. It's just perfect horror. It's slow. It's uh, ca- uh, calculating. It just it really just keeps you guessing from the second it starts to the second it ends. It's so good. Uh, uh, Carpenter's music for it, just uh, like his uh, like Halloween before it, like he just it adds so much more. It's like a character in the movie itself. <laughs> um, it just everything. I love this movie so much. It's just mm-hmm. uh, the characters are fun. Uh, it's scary. It's incredibly scary. Is the tension is just so on point. The way he does it is just, I, I, it's amazing. Don't know why you don't like it. It makes no sense to me, but whatever. Um, I like yeah. it. Like I said, it's, I just don't really care for the like. The thing I love about like I love this setup. Like this is an amazing setup. A bunch of people out in the Arctic, all alone. Alien comes and they, fuck and shit they up. have no idea what is happening, and they don't have no idea who is it. No, I like that, but the thing I like about that setup, and I think the thing that this movie misses, just for me personally, is I just never, I like seeing the moment where they realize that shit hits the fan, because they go right, and I understand why, but they go right into survival mode, whereas like in something like Alien, or even, it's a different kind of movie, it's not monster related, but something like And Then There Were None, there's this sort of gradual, like, wait, what's going on? This is going on. Like step one, what's happening? Two, this is happening. Three, how do we stop this from happening? And I just think it skips. It skips over, and it goes just. It goes right into step three, and doesn't really do step one or two as much as I'd like it to. Like I, I that's that's one of my favorite parts. Like yeah, you can go on and do the whole killing everybody thing, but it's that it's that little middle portion of uneasiness and not wanting to accept that like this is actually happening to us. That's one of my favorite things about these kind of movies, and I just feel like it was it was lacking. But I'm definitely gonna revisit the movie. It's not like I'm it's a it's not gonna be a one watch for me. I'll check it out eventually, and I'll probably like it more. But for right now, you know, it's just it's I I like it just fine, but not much. So I promise I'll rewatch it. Is my point. So okay. okay. What else do you like about it? It's just I, re- I just love how I love the pace of it. Um, 
all the all the actors in it are great. Um, just that I just it's just to me it's just such a perfectly like calculated mm-hmm. put together movie from like with every scene like the way it builds and builds and builds until you get just it, it hits those specific like scary beats throughout until you get that really like like calm but terrifying finale. Like mm-hmm. I just everything about it, I love it. Two things. First of all, you ever seen the the remake? Of this the 2011 yeah one no I've always this has a, that has a what's her name in it right Mary Elizabeth Winstead oh I thought it was Kate Beck in Garage Sale I don't know hmm. um yeah I don't know yeah I think it came out was it good no I I just I'm asking I'm only asking because I accidentally bought the Blu-ray so I have it and <laughs> you bought the I, wrong one yeah because it's got the same fucking yeah thing, and I was like oh it must be like a it's, apparently, it's not even a remake. It's a prequel. Who does? Who is it? I, don't, I have no idea. No, no, it's a remake. What I what I haven't seen it. But one thing I hate is that, and I've seen like oh, shit, Joel Edgerton's in it. But they like filmed it with all practical effects, and then took them out and added in CGI effects instead. That ain't cool. Yeah, I hate like just. I haven't seen the movie, so I can't judge it. But I, I hate that, and like just because of that, I'm just like I yeah. kind of don't want to see it. Yeah, I'm looking at the the thing now god that looks shitty it's really like, uh, modern ob- audiences like this better so let's let's not do what's worked for 50 years yeah i just sent you it it's nasty like split face does not look right yeah it's just ugh, god why would you do that oh well yeah cuz like that's i mean the, since the we're talking about reboots, that's the only that's one of the reasons why like I'm okay with some reboots. It's like if, like if you wanna or remakes, I guess. But if you wanna up this up for the next generation of film fans, that's fine. I don't care. I could have used honestly. If when I was a 13 year old and I was just like, oh, what's in the theaters this week or when's the new Harry Potter coming out? Which, uh, if I saw like, oh, hey, look at this thing. It's that I didn't know was a remake of something awesome, and I just went to see it and was like, oh wow, that was awesome. I could have I could have done. I could have done for a little bit of an education through the the remake system because I'm the kind of person who like if I see a remake and the what it was the original is accessible. I mean, I'll go, I'll check it out. So I don't know. I just, I, remakes are okay sometimes. They just have to be done for the right reasons and not with CGI. So uh, number two for me is something you've already mentioned. I think I've talked about it before, but it's my favorite Scorsese movie. It is one of my favorite movies overall, and it's The Departed. The Departed. The Departed, yeah. A lot of packing. <laughs> a, lot of, a lot of cash. A lot of Harvard Yards. What really, the thing that does it in for me in this movie is Jack Nicholson is just so, he is having a blast in this movie. Like, this is probably my favorite he's great and he's it's better than batman come on it is you can get it it is they're very similar performances it's just it's oh come on they really are like he just he just doesn't wear makeup in this one you know and i don't know the the i i think he's having a blast with it i like i mean batman's one of my favorite movies ever i love everything about that everything about that uh but I love this part just as much, and 
I think it was my fir- I think it was one of my first favorite movies. Like for a while, this was my favorite movie, and then I like after I've watched more, it's like okay, it's great, but it's not like top ten material at least for me. But it is one of the. It's like in the lower half of my of my super secret list. Um, I still enjoy it. I still it's a very rewatchable movie. Performances are good, and uh, I don't know. I just I just enjoy it, but I still. Not not the best Jack, but it's pretty damn close. Uh, maybe. Maybe not. Maybe go fuck yourself. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, where's he going with this? But he just <laughs> turned right back around on me. Oh, that's good. French is underrated. Uh, He's a very underrated character. That's, it's, that's the movie that made me like Wahlberg. Like, I really didn't like him for a while. And then I saw that. I was like, wow, this guy is awesome. Hmm. Funny enough, I actually saw that for the first time on TV, so that's an experience all on its own, and I loved it. It was, was like, like all edited and destroyed. Yeah, they said freak a lot. That was Jesus weird. Christ, like, you can't. I, like freak, I used to watch Freaking doesn't movies. even make sense in that sentence. What are you talking I used to watch, about? I used to watch R-rated movies on TV all the time. I was like, because we didn't have Netflix or Amazon or anything. I had nowhere to watch movies. Yeah. So I just ruined everything. Dark ages. Shaw, I saw Shawshank for the first time in TV. I don't know how I dealt with that, but... Really? I don't. What's the difference? I mean, I guess not. It's not like there's a lot of. I mean, there's there's a lot of. Do they have the shower scene? Uh, I don't remember. Hmm. Yeah. It's a good movie. Uh, (laughs) it's a good movie. Okay, it's a good movie. It's it's awesome. But uh, Departed number two. Love it. Love it. Love it. Uh, what is your number two? Uh, my number two is another reboot and oh i know what this is gonna be it is rise yeah of fuck the planet off. of the apes fuck off this movie is amazing i actually haven't you, seen it you, you, what the hell are you you oh my god i haven't you seen dawn you said you've seen rise <laughs> i lie i either lied or i was tired and you i just st- said it to Jesus avoid god. this conversation yeah probably okay well, whatever <laughs> rise of the planet of the apes is one of my favorite movies of the last few years. It's just, and I did not expect anything from it. I was like, you know what? The last time they tried to do this reboot thing, we got the Tim Burton piece of crap from 2001, and I don't know what to make of this. It looks pretty good, but you know, whatever. We'll see. Saw the movie, and saw it with my dad, and we're both huge Planet of the Apes fans, and we walked out, and we're like, holy crap, that was amazing, and I loved it, and I've seen it a million times, and they just, they nailed it, everything about it. They got back to what was great about the original movie from the night from 1968 you know it explored political or not political themes but like you know social you hate politics <laughs> i don't hate politics i i hate talking about politics um, um well then you, know, you hate politics pretty much that's um, all it is. yeah um but yeah you know it explores a lot of you know social themes and uh just taps into a lot of stuff and it just, but it gave it to me the thing I got took away from it. Like it, got, it gave us great lead character with Caesar. I just everything yeah, I'm about a big it. Big fan of his salad. Um, oh my god! Um, is that not? Or no, sorry, I'm a big fan of his pizza. No, but and in, in Andy Circus, <laughs> Andy Circus, I still say he gave like one of the best, if not the best, performance that year. He was, he's amazing. So mm. just everything about it, the story, the characters, um, and just. The, the performances, the vision, the visual effects. I mean, they're for their time. They were even, I guess, like what is it, seven years ago now. They're revolutionary. 
Like, and they still look, I mean, for some, it's some of the best CGI I've ever seen. Dawn looks even better. So just, it's an amazing movie and it got this franchise back on track. Very, very cool. And you, and you should, you know, no. watch it. No, yeah. no, I'm out. Homework. I'm just, I, what do you want, what are you expecting me to do? I'm, ex- I'm just honestly at this point, I just like making you watch stuff you don't want to watch. <laughs> That's mean and petty, and I would don't appreciate it. But I don't know. maybe I might like it. Who knows? Maybe it... it's got James Franco. So yeah, I, I but know. is he playing Tommy Wiseau? Jeez, that looks amazing. I haven't, I haven't yeah. seen any trailer. I only saw a picture. There's no, there's no trailer. I just saw the picture. It looks oh, really? great. Oh, cool. Down, down, diggy dog. Uh, so my number one is just a tough one to choose. So I'll just come out and say it because I know it's going to be controversial, but my number one favorite remake slash reboot. I don't have any reboots yet again, but my number one is Shrek 2. So let's start at the beginning. Are you kidding me right now? No. Why would I be kidding? Get away. Go away. I'm not. You don't know what's a remake? Now, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Do you really not know that it's a remake? Are you serious? Just stop. <laughs> it is a remake of the 1950s TV show, Shrek. No, it's not Shrek 2, but I, I have to have it as everything because it's my favorite. It's not. It's, I just stop. I just, just love it. What's wrong with Shrek, Shrek is life, Josh. I don't understand why everyone likes it better. Shrek is love. Shrek like. is life. Because it's actually really good. It's it's good. It's nothing. I don't under. I mean, it's there's a bunch of memes. Good. There's a bunch of. <laughs> That's why it's good. Because oh of the God. memes. It's because then that it's so great. But my actual number one is hands down the most entertaining movie I've ever seen in my whole life. Like if I and to be to be fair, I haven't watched it in a while just because like. I want to savor the flavor, you know, but if you, if you sat me down and said you need to entertain me as to the best of your ability, if you don't, if I'm not entertained by this, I'll kill you. This is my go-to. I'm actually shocked that a certain movie isn't on this list of yours if this isn't what I think it is, but keep going. Well, you're going you're gonna to be shocked. So my number one remake reboot, actually this is both, cool, Ocean's Eleven is such a blast. This... This is what movies should be. Steven Soderbergh is a fucking genius. I love him. I wish he would make more movies because every single one that I see, I have a blast with. Well, except Contagion because it's like... <laughs> that was boring. It was interesting. Kind of boring. Is that, is that the one where... What's her name dies at the beginning? And Matt Damon's in it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah I didn't okay. like that. It's fine. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It had a U2 song, so it's kind of great. But... Ocean's Eleven, like I said, it is the most entertaining movie I've seen. Everybody's having a blast. The score's great. The plot's great. The, 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 the characters are great. It's like, oh, it's a heist movie, so you get all that stuff. Casey Affleck and um, uh, Cornhead Khan, the little one. Scott? Is it Scott? I think it's I Scott. Know. One of the cons. They are one of the best comedic duos of all time, and I wish they would do more stuff together. And this is just such an, a fun, just kick your feet up and just kind of go with it and have a good time kind of movie. And I'd love it for that. And I'm just the biggest fan of Ocean's Eleven. Can't recommend enough. Ocean's Twelve can suck a fat one. Not good. Not not good at all. 
Ocean's 13, very, very fun. Also, super, super duper fun. Just as good as the first. But for my money, Ocean's 11 is peak cinema. So, what did you think it was going to be? I thought it was going to be, without question, Casino Royale. Uh, nah, I don't know. I thought, I, I, I knew, I knew it existed. I, like, put it, I was going to put it on my list, but I was like, eh. I'm amazed that's not, it's a freaking James, it's like one of the best James Bond movies. It is, but it, I never, when I sat down to do this list, I never was like, oh, well, I never thought of it, basically, and I just, <laughs> and I do, and I, I, I talk about Bond all the time, and I do, I do like it, but I don't, to me, it's not even, because, that was basically... What is happening right now? No, but this is... Even... I'm just trying to give you a clue into my headspace. I don't understand what I happens I never saw a James Bond movie before Jesus Casino Christ. Royale, so when I saw it, I never was like, oh, well, this obvious... Like, I just thought, oh, this James Bond guy is pretty cool, huh? You know? But it's a reboot. I know. It's not a reboot to me. As far as I know, it's the first of a... It's the first of a trilogy. <laughs> I don't know. It's, I don't make my mind doesn't make any sense. I love it. I don't. Casino Royale's it's, great. It's a movie that you love, and it's a reboot. I don't understand. Well, for for it to be a reboot, I I have to consider it a reboot. I don't. Or a remake. Okay. Or of some okay. kind. We're, okay. Let's just. Oh God. I don't. I'm don't come here looking for logic, son. You're not gonna <laughs> find it. You won't find logic nor happiness here. But I love Casino Royale. It's super duper fun. Good times. Almost made my list. Yeah, it's very good. It's very, very good. But, um, so yeah, go ahead. Number one. All right, my number one is a movie that we've talked about at length. We even did a whole part of a discussion on an episode about it, and it's Batman Begins. Oh, they're going to say Human Centipede full sequence. But, oh, Jesus Christ, stop. Yeah, Batman Begins, I don't really need to talk about this that much. We've, again, we talked about it on the full episode. It's the, to me, it's the second best Batman movie ever made. Um, it's the it's perfection in terms of telling Batman's origin. Uh, it introduced the world to Christian Bale's Batman, who I think is my still favorite, my favorite Batman. Uh, just everything. It's it to me. It's an amazing movie. Only a slight hair below the Dark Knight as far as comic book movies and Batman movies go. It's just so so freaking good. Christopher Nolan, one of my favorites. Just everything. Love it. Daddy, father. Still not feeling Dunkirk. Probably, uh, yeah. I, I can already, I can already tell he's gonna be. I'm gonna like it better than Interstellar. Yeah, not feeling it. Not feeling it. Yeah. I don't really care about like World War. I don't, I don't, I don't give a crap. I don't care about any of that. I just, it's Christopher Nolan's direction and his storytelling and his characters. Yeah. Way more important to me than the setting or the concept or any of that stuff. I'm not impressed. Uh, I'm a grumpy old man. I like new things, but we know. Casino Royale is pretty good, though. Uh, yeah, no, and Batman Beyond is just as good. I mean, that's... Batman that's, Begins. Oh, yeah. Well, Batman Beyond Return of the Joker is actually dope as hell. But Batman Begins is good. They were actually... I mean, the, those two movies sort of go together because when they, when they were figuring out a new Bond, they're like, hey, that Batman Begins thing is pretty fun and cool. Let's try to do that. Uh, watching, reading, listening to. What do you got this week? Uh... I picked something different. I just talked about it. <laughs> um, I saw a movie called The Shadow. Yeah, you did. Really, <laughs> uh, it was really cool. Uh, Thing it's based on a comic book thing. Uh, it's cool. I liked it. Alec Baldwin is good in it. <laughs> From the director of the Scorpion King Two: Rise of a Warrior. 
<laughs> direct to DVD. And three, the classic documentary about Daryl Earnhardt. Oh, wow, this guy's got the worst filmography ever. Oh, he did Highlander. Never mind. You like that, right? Yeah, I love Highlander. That was okay, great. Good. Thank you, thank you, Cody, for making me watch that. Yeah. The Shadow. What what genre would you put it in? Because I'm looking. I'm on Letterboxd. Um, it looks like noir to me. It's. Eh, I wouldn't say no. It's not noir. Um, maybe it has some influence from noir, but like, I'd put it under like action fantasy. Hmm. Maybe I like it. So how does uh how does President Trump uh how's his performance in the lead role? Just, <laughs> is he good? He's, he, great. You know, he's great. He actually yeah because he's he was apparently he was supposed to be he was one of the people that were going to be Batman back in eighty nine. Mm. So and I after seeing this I would actually kind of I would have been okay with that. Yeah, which is weird thinking about Alec Baldwin as Batman. He's a he's a talented he's, guy. He's just, yeah. He's just a little crazy. So let's. Did you see um? All... Did you see that movie with Julianne Moore? That came out a couple of years ago. Um, the can't the, a cancer. Uh, oh, still Alice. Alice. Yeah. He was great in that. Oh so. yeah, I don't know. He was in that. Good for him. Uh, Shadow. Yeah, it's a, I'm putting that on my watch list. I think that that'd be a very entertaining little movie. Just to. Past time with how long is it? Oh, 100 like minutes. A, like an hour 40. Yeah. Ian McKellen's in it. Tim Curry's in it. Yeah. Yeah. It's, Tim Curry's great in it. Oh my God. That's awesome. Mm. No, Shadow was one of Batman's big influences back in the day when the whole comic scene was going. Like, uh, Shadow was like, he was, I mean, you know, a masked vigilante. So, kind of, what else are you going to draw from there? And it's just a pretty cool guy. That and the Phantom. Or were pretty cool ones. Yeah, Billy Zane. <laughs> I don't know. I'm thinking of somebody else then, not the Phantom. No, it was, it was another guy. But no, early. I'll tell you, 20s, 30s, uh, pulp comics are a very interesting thing. If you ever, if you can ever get your hands on one of them, they're harder to come by. So you have to get them on an e-reader or something like that. But they're very cool. The whole attitude is like R-rated and grisly, and it's kind of something you really wouldn't expect from the 1920s, but sort of ahead of its time. But cool. Uh, I saw a movie, saw Life, uh, with Ryan Reynolds and Jake Gyllenhaal and Rex Ferguson. Very entertaining movie. I don't like that any that people are saying it's bad and rip off or anything like that because I'm okay with rip offs if they're good in their own right, and this totally is. And it just it takes the best things of Alien and does some things of its own, and you know it's it's an entertaining movie and. Did you ever see The Invitation? Um, no. Okay, well, s- mild spoilers for don't, The Invitation. Don't, don't, don't Very, spoil it. It's not even a spoiler. It's just the ending to that is a lot like the ending to this, and I love it. Like, it's it's one of those movies where... I've heard, I've heard a lot of people didn't like the ending. Of life? Yeah. Well, there's kind of, With the execution of it, I kind of get it, but, like, I'm talking about, like, the last shot. Uh, of the movie and kind of what it means for the story and for the plot and all how how all that went down. Like I just think I'm I'm on this kick where it's like, hey, if you can give me an awesome last shot that's like, whoa, then I'm gonna be high on your movie and it keeps me thinking <laughs> about it. It is like I, I I know I'm going Bill and Ted there for a minute, but it is like whoa, <laughs> you know, just like the invitation was. So love it, love it, love it. Really had a good time. Uh, cast was okay, 
but um, it's just one of those. It's a lot like the thing. It's like think something's something's here. What's going on? How do we get rid of it? And it's a very simple, tried and true uh, method of storytelling that, if it's done right, can be a super super fun time. And that was the case with uh, with life. Loved it. So that's all I have. Uh, we talked about some trailers. We talked about all this kind of super awesome, crazy stuff. Once uh, once Cody's back down on the summit, then we're going to be talking. I hope about a our first ever Netflix movie. You excited about that? A little bit, yeah. Yeah. Don't know. I know nothing about it, and I will probably go in blind. So I I know the cast and I know the basic premise, but I haven't seen any footage whatsoever. So I'm. I'm really psyched for it. It's called The Discovery. Jason Siegel, Robert Redford, I think Rooney Mara, something like that. So we'll be having that later in the week and something, I'm sure something else, super fun. Uh, but until then, you can follow us at underscore RealFlix on the Twitter and be sure to leave a five-star iTunes review. So until then, later.